It's a pleasure having you listen to my show today. My sincerest desire is for you to get something from it that will make your life richer, fuller, and safer. My name is Reverend Wynn Henderson. As an ordained Christian minister and a retired medical doctor, I have a dual perspective to bring you content to solve problems in your life. This podcast is the longest-running, single-hosted, spiritually-based radio, internet talk show in America. It has been on the air for over 24 years. I bring you information about the disease of addiction, about your purpose in life, and investigative reporting on truth just below the surface. My guest today is Dr. Mark Hayden. Mark has been on the program many times uh, in the past with respect to a procedure that he developed uh, for um, COVID uh, GI um, exposure which uh, takes away the risk of being exposed um, the regular way through uh, aerosols. But today, he is going to give us some update on something as important uh, in the fact that the North Korean government has uh, issued statements that uh, they are not having a particular problem with COVID-19, and based on his prior experience, he's going to give us some ideas of why that might be. Go back and uh, check out the um, archives for Dr. Mark Hayden and listen to all his previous shows. Mark, it's nice to have you on the program today. It's great to be here. Well, um, Give us uh, the background of this new news coming out of North Korea. Well, North Korea was in a very unique situation. They had been offered vaccines from both China and from the U.S., but they refused the vaccines. They preferred natural medicine and natural approaches to medicine. And they did not want to appear dependent or weak by having to depend on an outside country to fight a threat. Well, let me break in in one second. When they were offered a vaccine, they weren't really offered a vaccine, were they? They were offered mRNA gene therapy shot. That's exactly right. But they were even offered the Chinese version, too, which was, a, you know, the, I think Sinovac. They, they turned down. They were not interested in any vaccines, anything labeled a vaccine that came from for-profit companies outside of North Korea. Okay. And they had traditionally, as a group of people, been very poor. And like most poor countries, they rely a lot on traditional medicine. Now, China had for centuries done inoculation using smallpox. And so what they would do with smallpox in China was they would scratch your skin, and they would give you an infection on your skin someplace, 
and that infection would provide immunity for your whole body. And that was done for centuries prior to the rise of the vaccine industry. But what happened was is that the vaccine industry put all the people who practiced inoculation out of business. And so we don't know what their names were, and, and they didn't write down all their procedures, and they basically became a forgotten practice. The North Koreans were very fearful of the COVID pandemic. And in fact, I, I see it. I sent you an article that they actually shot somebody who tried to come over to North Korea thinking that he was going to spread the virus to him. And so they killed him. Uh, but, and one of the things, if you remember about North Korea, they like big get togethers, they like mass gatherings. And they were having a hard time doing that because of the COVID pandemic. So for about the last year and a half, they've been waiting for their first COVID case. And they had been an isolated country that was very hard to reach. Um, but COVID last year devastated their economy because they didn't get the travelers out of China. And they have a big tourist trade primarily from China. And these people couldn't come over because they were afraid they'd transmit COVID. So they were very suspicious of the CDC and the UN and any outside medicine. And they were concerned, too, that COVID might be some kind of biological weapon designed to kill them, if that makes – I mean, that was that was a uh, – that was a potential threat that they couldn't eliminate. So they had turned down, it's a totally unvaccinated country. And so what happened, and I think I started telling you this when about two or three weeks ago, was that the, the virus COVID became better and better aerosolized. So it became harder and harder to keep it from spreading. And now it's spread so easy that even if you meet people outdoors and you're six feet apart and you wear a cloth mask, you can still spread it. So it's almost impossible to avoid. So in, in the last part of April and the first part of May, they started having an epidemic in North Korea. And this epidemic was in a population that had no prior exposure. There was not a single prior reported case, I don't think. So there was a virus that was supposed to kill 1% of the population, and 1% of Pyongyang would be 40,000 people. But once people started dying, Kim Jong-un, and that's the young guy who used to be, he used to be heavier than he is now, but he's kind of, he's lost some weight. Um, I don't know what his medical problem was, but he lost some weight. He got on their national TV and he was wearing a mask. And he told these people, hey, guess what? The COVID wave's here. That was in May. Uh, that I think that was May May 12th of just uh, of last month. But something strange happened in North Korea. And that is even though the death started, and the fevers began to spread everywhere, the death suddenly stopped, and they can't explain it. 
So here you have a world-class mystery. How was DPRK able to suddenly get a rise in death suddenly at the start of their COVID pandemic, and then it stops? It was a huge mystery. And you know the CIA has satellites, and actually some of these are public satellites. And so if you remember last year, you could see all these burial sites and burn pits and, and people riding at, at ICUs and stuff like that. So if all these people started showing up in Pyongyang at the general hospital, you could see that on a satellite. If they started digging more funerals, if people started passing out on the street, suddenly you'd see all that. Guess what? People st didn't get super sick. They didn't get need ventilators. They didn't die. Now, this is something that you probably never heard of for most of your listeners. DPRK, a country that is totally unvaccinated, has recorded the lowest death rate to case rate of any country in the world. They did that without having hardly any of a budget for it. You know, in the United States, when COVID came along, we had the COVID lockdowns. Then you had the COVID impacts. You had the COVID suicides. You had the COVID depressions. Then they then the economy collapsed and they had gave free money out. One mess after another mess after another mess. One crisis after another. And in North Korea, they did something that stopped the death. But now, here's another thing that was unique about North Korea. They started getting an enteric illness or intestinal illness. They started having diarrhea. And this was widely reported, 800 cases of diarrhea. No, they weren't going to the hospital. They didn't need vents. They didn't, weren't dropping like flies. But suddenly, there was 800 cases of diarrhea. And then something else strange started happening. Kim Jong-un, on the 22nd of May, which is last month, he shows up at a VIP funeral, and he's not wearing a mask. Now, they have – I have visited DPRK, and I've been to their general hospital in Pyongyang. They're smart people. And the truth be told is, yeah, I had been to Pyongyang 10 years ago and I went back the following year. That was when it was legal for U.S. citizens to visit. And my visit did not violate the uh, feds or U.S. State Department rules. Now, if you're a U.S. citizen, you can't do that. But at any rate, I kept in touch with them over the years. And I did try to inform them about GI COVID, just like I informed the, the listeners on your show. And in fact, I want to thank you, um, Wynn, for letting me, you know, we actually demonstrated oral inoculation of COVID virus on your show. You remember that? Absolutely. This was the only show. Your show was the only, was, well, I don't, I'm not, you know, there's lots of podcasts. I'm not aware of another podcast in the world that covered it when you did. There was a, there I was, a licensed physician eating COVID on your podcast. And 
you know, a lot of people would say, you know, theoretically, in principle, you could do it, you could get away with it, but, you know, nobody likes to be first because the truth is, is when you're first, you may be make mistakes and practice makes perfect. But in North Korea, they really didn't feel like they had an alternative. So the, they begin to engage in a medical practice that causes diarrhea, but eliminates the lung problems. You see Kim Jong-un stop wearing a mask on the 22nd, and yet the other people around him are still wearing a mask. But now you'll see his military people, hundreds of them around Kim Jong-un, nobody's wearing a mask. They have the lowest death rate in the world. So how'd they do it? Well, they did something that caused an enteric diarrhea, and that is probably that these people, the North Korean people, had probably some exposure to coronavirus. And we had talked before for the last two years that getting a intestinal infection of coronavirus stops respiratory transmission. We know that just because you were vaccinated doesn't mean you don't transmit. But we knew almost two years ago that stopping, at least a year and a half ago, that stopping, uh, that if you got an intestinal infection, you would stop the virus, exhaling it and transmitting it. So that was superior than, than what would anything be offered by the vaccine, the, the quote, quote, vaccine, Moderna Pfizer. Of course, you didn't hear this. You heard it on your channel when, but mainstream media never informed the people in the United States of that. And there's a reason. It costs big money to reach people. Getting your message out is expensive. And unless you're a billion-dollar pharmaceutical company and you got the money, the, the money, you can't reach people with new information. It's very difficult. But he, you're getting some new information today. So at any rate, Kim Jong-un stops wearing a mask. All his military people around him ain't wearing masks. And they have the lowest death rate in the world. And it is likely that they used direct intestinal infection of COVID-19 to achieve that goal, because nothing else in the world could. Now, I know there's another argument out there, and that argument is this. They're lying their teeth off, some would say. You can't trust North Korea. They kill people and, 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 and buried them under their basement. Really? Not, I don't think that's true, and I'll tell you why. There's no satellite data to show people dropping dead, piling up at the ICUs. The other thing is, is that North Korea values its reputation. When North Korea says it's going to test a nuclear weapon, guess what? It tests a nuclear weapon. It doesn't want to look like a liar. So it's not out there faking its, its numbers. COVID-19 was a huge threat to their people and their economy, but they likely used direct inoculation of GI COVID to create immunity throughout the entire country. 
Now, there are some masks still being worn by civilians when they had a mass meeting. But now when Kim Jong-un meets with any of his military folks, guess what? None of them have masks on. Kim Jong-un, he's had a GI infection. He can't get the pulmonary version. Plus, Kim Jong-un, he can't spread it to other people because he's already had the GI infection. And the same is true for all of his military people. Now, this sort of sounds like I'm saying that the DPRK did something that the U.S. military could have done. Uh, yeah. But why doesn't the U.S. military? You know, there's a lot of nice people in the Department of Defense, veterans. I like veterans. My dad was a veteran. We all have friends in our life who are veterans. The problem is, is money runs the U.S. government. When this epidemic came along, the CDC didn't rush out to fund inoculation research. They didn't rush. In fact, what they rushed to do was to do Moderna and Pfizer and, J and, J and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson. That's where the money's at. And in our society, what gets funded is what makes profits. You know, when you're in business, and I'm not a very good business person, I'll tell you that right now, because the main thing about business is making profits. It's not making in medicine, and you grew up in, you know that in medicine, sadly, business in medicine that makes a profit will be there year after year. But if somebody actually got well, oh, crap, nobody's making any money off of it. That's it. Now, you hear these awful stories about people won't do cures because there's no profit in it. But guess what? If there's no profit in it, you can't hardly get people to do it. So it's very difficult in our society to try to get any type of inoculation program that was not making massive amount of money was doomed from the start. And that's just the real world. Now, over there, they turned to inoculation because it was had a sound basis. And they did it likely on the whole country. Now, truth, there are some things that if, if Fauci was on our program, what he would say is, well, they didn't fill out all the forms right. They didn't get informed consent from everybody in North Korea to get a live inoculation. And, you know, there's an argument there. Maybe they didn't tell every peasant in North Korea that they were exposing them to GI COVID. There's an old saying. You ever heard this saying when uh, three people can keep a secret if one of them's dead, or is it two of them's dead? Uh, it's either one or two of them's dead. You ever heard that, that expression? I think a long time in the past. Yes. If North Korea had told every last North Korean citizen what they were planning on doing, some of that would have leaked across to South Korea. They did tell their officers in the military. And if you were a military officer, if you're 70 or 80 years old, you don't want to spread COVID to the supreme leader of North Korea. I mean, that would look really bad, and you would might be worried about the repercussions. I, but guess what? 
None of his officers are concerned. They're laughing now. They're laughing together without their face mask with Kim Jong-un. Now, the lay people, they still don't know what went on. But here's what was interesting. You see, Kim Jong-un, and this happens on about the 15th of June this month, Kim Jong-un gets in a doctor's uniform. You have never seen a picture of Kim Jong-un in a doctor's uniform before. Why would he do that? Because he's taking credit for their success at treating COVID-19. As the leader of their country, he's not ashamed of their response to COVID-19. He's proud of it. And he, on their website there, and of course, you don't want to go to the official KCNA website. The CIA will start monitoring your emails and treat you like Edward Snowden. So don't go there. Um, but on the KCNA website, they point out all the high death rates in all the other westernized countries. They then show Kim Jong-un making, quote, homemade medicines. Now, Kim Jong-un, he don't play by United Nations rules or the World Health Organization or the CDC. As a group, though, there was always a conflict of interest when I was practicing medicine. And you felt that conflict of interest yourself when? It's if, if you do what is right for the people, for the patient, if that doesn't make good business sense, you'll lose money. In the United States, there were many people who understood inoculation. They were smart. They received no encouragement, no support from the government. And so they might have done it for themselves. There's some doctors out, of, out, out there that might have done it privately and never told anybody about it. Most doctors would never publicly admit that they had done a live virus inoculation. They would be afraid that their license would be removed. Truth be told, I was afraid that my license would be removed. However, I tend to be a very litigious person. I'd sued the Board of Medical Examiners more than anybody else in the last 20 or 30 years. So they basically left me alone, which was good. But, you know, we believe in the words of John. And when you're a pastor, correct? Yes. When John says, God is love. Everyone that loves is born of God. When I hear that the North Koreans have the lowest COVID death rate, and I also hear that they have diarrhea, you know, I'm glad for them because I'm glad that their country wasn't devastated and destroyed by further lockdowns and economic hardship. I think God loves them too. And I want what's best for North Korea. And I hope and I expect that they did use GI inoculation. I think it's great. I understand, though, and accept that inoculation was doomed from the start in the United States. And it probably always will. I, you know, I don't know how that will ever change. Now, I think you're already seeing changes in China. 
the Chinese people are very are, are the Communist Party is very familiar with North Korea, and they will look at the North Korean example and say, you know, this zero COVID policy is getting harder and harder to maintain. We need to look at inoculation too. So, for the coming months and years, what we're likely to see is that China at some point will also do inoculation. And I'm trying to, when I confer with people from the Chinese government, I always try to convince them that all of that goes back to inoculation that was practiced centuries ago. It's not my intent to ever bar anybody from an immune process that can help them. And so that shouldn't we should not have any type of patent that excludes people from using inoculation anywhere. But that simple practice is really based on your immune system. And I know we just have about a minute left, and I want you to know this. God gave you a wonderful, wonderful immune system. And you eat viruses every day. You don't wash your food off. It's viruses by the thousands and billions are in your house, in your yard. They're everywhere. They're too small to even pick up and analyze. And they wind up in your food, in your mouth. You're getting intestinal infections. Your intestinal tract is managing immunity versus autoimmunity. It's picking out the best response. That goes on every day of your life, and yet you don't even have to think about it because God had that system planned for you. Natural immunity using GI inoculation really depends on the wisdom that was imparted in your own immune system. That is why your side effects are less and less. I think I've covered on your program, I can eat COVID every day for a year. And I don't get sensitized to it. You start going and getting a Moderna vaccine once a week or once a day, you'll probably only get about 20. You won't get many before you start having horrendous side effects. But, you know, they only let you take a Moderna or Pfizer like once every three or four months. They don't let you stack them. I can get as much exposure to GI COVID as I need to without being sensitized to it. I'm not transmissible. Before you do anything, any medical advice you get has to come from your primary doctor who's in your locality. So this is not medical advice for you. It's just an explanation of how this small country with 20-some-odd million people wound up solving its COVID pandemic using an ancient method that relies on natural healing. And that is a wonderful story that you won't hear explained because big pharma, big money, big media, big capital, they don't want you to understand some of the simple answers. You know, and that, but what you really need it to do is thank God that you're alive and realize that God has looked out after you every day of your life in ways that you cannot. cannot imagine. So it, does that pretty much cover the, the topics there? Yeah, it, it does, Mark, and uh, it's been a delight uh, to have you on my program. Uh, 
doing uh, your thing back in the beginning. Uh, and as it turns out, it's a shame, but uh, they didn't do what you you uh, told us about, in which case, if they had have done it, we wouldn't have gone through all these things in society. But uh, I would ask my people to go back uh, to the archives and um, look up Dr. Mark Hayden and listen to each of his programs, because in that, you will find things that you won't be able to find anywhere else. And so, Mark, thanks again for another great program, and um, we'll stay in touch, and whenever you have something that you'd like to talk about, just give me a call. That sounds great. And when you and you and your listeners have a wonderful day, make every day count, and may my last day be my best day, and I hope your last day is your best day, too. Thank God for every day you have, and have a good day. Absolutely. Now, you know, my mission or purpose in life is to spread the message that there is a cure for every addictive behavior. This is a spiritual cure, and the treatment program is profiled in my book, Freedom from Addiction 4, The Final Message. If you meet three simple criteria, everyone gets well. Now, I have three free resources where you can start your journey. The first is a link to this podcast, freedomfromaddiction.libson.com, and you spell Libson, L-I-B as in boy, S-Y-N, no caps, no spaces. The second is a link to my website, where you can find out more about my work with addiction, and that's www.revwinhendersonmd.com. And the final resource I have for you is my Twitter account. Search at HugoTheArtist on Twitter.com. There you will find over 2,000 inspirational and educational daily pearls of wisdom. And now um, I want to say uh, uh, that this is the end of our program today. And Dr. Hayden and I uh, wish you the best. But pass this information along to family, friends, and associates because the truth will set you free, as they say. Um, Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Wynn, and you have a great day.